We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is Corey Willis with PBI, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today's episode, we wanted to focus on another aspect of what's been going on with the pandemic and lifestyle changes and economic changes and everything like that, and that's to chat with a shop owner. And today we're going to talk with Chris. He's the owner of Magnolia Diesel Performance. They're a diesel shop just outside of Houston, Texas, and I wanted to ask him what has changed with, say, you know, what customers are wanting done to their trucks now, what they're looking to do. You know, just because everything's going on, it doesn't mean that trucks don't break or you know, transmission doesn't go out, turbo doesn't need to be replaced, something like that. So we wanted to get some insights from him because him and his crew are on the front lines with you know, what people are, are wanting and needing to have done to their trucks. And it's, it speaks to a larger theme we've been seeing, and that's uh, uh, automotive repair you know, itself is, is considered an essential service. So all over the country, there's a lot of diesel repair shops that are they're still open they're taking precautions and doing things to be able to keep themselves and their customers you know safe while while everything's going on but it's it's still business as usual for repairs upgrades maintenance things that all these different shops are doing so we wanted to give a give an insight into everything but from a shop owner's perspective and and what those guys are facing and the opportunities that they see All right, let's get to the podcast with Chris and talking about what diesel performance and repair is like right now in 2020. Chris, welcome back to the Diesel Podcast. It's been a few months here since we we chatted last, but I wanted to reach out to you, chat with you guys. I've been seeing a lot of of activity on the Magnolia Diesel Performance Facebook, Instagram pages, things you guys are working on, and it's glad to have you back on the podcast. I appreciate it, man. We've picked up a, a lot of new listeners over the last, well, since you were on last time. And I just wanted to, to start for any of our new listeners and have you tell us a bit about your company, where you're located, what you guys work on and, and do. Uh, we're located here in Magnolia, Texas. Um, been going at it for almost 17 years now. Got a pretty good staff here, good knowledge. Uh, we do a lot of diesel performance. Uh, we do maintenance as well. Um, but yeah, we like to be at the track most spot as we can, but... Right now, with everything going on, it's going to be kind of more of a delay. It's It's been crazy the last few weeks or maybe even month with, you know, everything that's going on with, you know, let's just say like with diesel performance or automotive performance, whether it's Jeeps or cars, it doesn't really matter. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Uh, I haven't either in all my time here uh, doing this. Um, it, it's pretty scary. I think one of the things, though, that doesn't stop is people still need to fix their vehicles. They're still breaking, and I think that was one of the posts that I saw you guys were talking about was, you know, the maintenance side and repair and, 
and that uh, you guys are still open, but I wanted to kind of go into a little bit more detail about that. And what are you guys you know, doing in the area that you're in or offering, you know, your new customers, repeat customers, people who do need to get their trucks fixed? Uh, right now, you know, we're, as long as we continue to be able to get supplies and parts, um, we'll, we'll keep on pushing, um, get oil changes done, fuel filters done, um, you know, all the maintenance to keep these guys going in these times that are going on right now. Um, you know, not everybody wants to come in and build a truck right now, so anything we can do on that aspect. Well, probably the maintenance side is vastly larger than than the, the race builds and things like that. Probably always have been, but I think now it's, you know, it's especially crucial with, with uh, transportation and work. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are in those, you know, we keep hearing about essential, non-essential and, you know, automotive repair. Everything I've seen in every state that's released something has been an essential, an essential business. So, you know, I know, you know, just with you guys and a lot of guests that we've had on the podcast that do own shops, work on trucks, things like that, they're still, they're still open and vital to, you know, what needs to be done for the economy and transportation and supporting other industries. Right, absolutely. Um, so even if the uh, we got local fire department and everything running diesels, if they need to stop in and get anything taken care of, uh, we'll do it. Keep them on the road out there. Is, uh, do you guys have a backlog? Um, typically, we're about a week to two weeks out. Uh, right now, we're trying to cut that down, you know. Uh, so we can get yeah. a quicker turnaround for all the other things coming in. The guys need to get back to work and everything in their trucks. People usually want their trucks back quickly, so I imagine now it's even more so. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> One of the crazy things is, like, sports. I know we're, we're both big sports fans. I'm like, man, no sports. I'm watching, like, reruns of the, like, 2004 Super Bowl and there's <laughs> all these things that, that – uh, is going on it's just it's crazy yeah it was definitely uh you know really got into the xfl and we had the houston roughnecks here and started off season five and oh and following them really good and then uh when the shit hit the fan there's no more sports man it's it's, it's pretty bad yeah. especially in texas you know we like football oh yeah well the spring games got canceled and then the uh the texans traded deandre hopkins away which... yeah that was a, that was a joke that's horrible, man. <laughs> it's been uh, it's something that uh, I had Lenny read on recently from Dynamite Diesel Products, and and we were chatting before the podcast, and he was talking about you know just reaching out to people that he knows in the diesel community or industry or suppliers, even competitors, and just talking to them. And I've been trying to do that with a lot of a lot of shops and yes that that we have. And I wanted to ask you what's been your um, like feedback or experience with, you know, companies and other people that you've known over 17 years, you know, reaching out, seeing how you're doing, you know, seeing how they can help, if they can help with things? Uh, we have quite a few guys um, that have actually given us a call, see how things are going, um, and just let us know that, you know, they're still going to be able to try to get products out as, you know, best they can and uh, what what might be we need at the moment. But, uh I would say uh, overall, it's it's been pretty good. Do you have any any cool projects or things you might work on with any downtime that you guys get? Uh, right now, we've finished up a couple of the race trucks for the race that we had scheduled here in August um, in Ennis, but uh, I'm not sure 
if that's going to take place yet or not, you know, with kind of getting everything shut down at the moment with this virus. Um, and then got a 2000 Dodge Ram half ton here, shorty, that uh, we're putting a 12 valve in and getting that all put together. Um, it's not going to be too radical as far as performance or anything, but uh, should be a nice little truck and we're actually kicking around the idea of uh, doing a raffle on it. So somebody might be a lucky winner of that truck when it's done. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be a fun little little street truck. I like the other one we chatted about maybe a year or two ago. No, but that was uh, that was a three quarter. And this one's a hundred percent a half ton, and uh, yeah, I still miss that truck, man. <laughs> I see it driving <laughs> around every now and then. <laughs> when you do a conversion like that or, or a build like that, is I imagine there's probably a lot. Or maybe there isn't a lot that you need to change. I, I've I haven't actually done an episode or really gone in depth with something like that. Is it really intensive with? It's not too what? bad. Um, you know, the suspension that we put underneath there's uh, Chevrolet uh, drop components and uh, with 454 springs in the front and stuff um, holds the weight really well and uh, just you know getting all the wiring in make sure everything on the 2000 cluster and everything is going to work properly and it'll have AC and everything. So um, this is really time consuming more than anything. You know, you want it to look good and, and clean while you came in the vehicle. I think those are some of my favorite builds to follow on Instagram or some of them that, you know, they take a year or two and the owner will do, you know, upgrade pictures or the shop will post update pictures, things like that. And, it seems like it's going slow, but there's so much attention to detail that when it's finished, it's just a, it's a work of art. Yeah. This one I've been, you know, kept it low-key pretty much. Um, haven't shared any pictures of it or anything on any of the social media outlets. I wanted to just uh, kind of get a little further into it um, before I did any of that, you know. It's one of the things with kind of some you know slower time social distancing that kind of stuff is really been able, <laughs> i've really been able to think about what kind of truck would i want or what would i want to do and i think a lot of our listeners out there do the same thing is you know we got some free time on our hands in the evenings and weekends now and we can really kind of plan out or think about you know what kind of truck would i want to do what would i want to put into it uh it's you know it's, it's a nice escape from the news and everything else and you know, everything's going on. For sure, yeah. Um, like I said, with everything going on, I've been putting a little more attention to uh, getting back on that project and moving forward with it. Uh, you know, definitely trying to keep keep you busy beyond just work itself um, and away from all the hoobla media out there um, and the politics. So, yeah, just focus on truck stuff we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will I become Senwa Saga Hellblade 2 Play it now with Game Pass. 
Yeah, yeah. Because I'll, I'll go insane just stressing out listening to the media nowadays, man, and and, uh, uh, and the politicians. Especially I can't. On the side that I don't like. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't listen anymore. I, you know, probably for the first week or maybe even a little more, I was just glued to it, you know, going on websites, watching the news. And then after a while, I'm just like overwhelmed. I'm sitting there like, nothing good is really happening. I'm just focusing on the news and you know, just taking a big step back. And you're thinking about things I enjoy, you know, trucks is one of them. And, you know, just thinking, you know, do I want a new one, you know, down the road or do I want to you know, find a barn find or do I want to jump into a project, have something to work on in the you know, nights and evenings. And, and it's just, it seems like that kind of stuff gets lost in the normal times. You know, we're always so busy running around working and have stuff with family and friends and different things going on. It's, it's really tough to, to do that. Absolutely. I agree. And life nowadays is too fast paced, um, and, er and everything in our country. Um, so really to ever have a chance to step back and, and think about those things in a, where you can really concentrate, you know, on your next step in life is uh, not always there. So something like right now with shutting down and uh, people quarantining themselves, you know, it gives you more time to think about reality and what's going on. Yeah, I've been doing that in, after about eight days of it. <laughs> Like, I want to see the sun. <laughs> what does the grass look like outside, you know? It's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's well, a I mean, stay, Go outside, man, take a drive, and just stay six foot away from everybody is what they say. That's the easiest thing to do, right? Yeah. I, I did that the other day. I just went for a drive, and I'm like, it, it's. A, I took that for granted, you know, and I was talking with, with someone, and they're like, well, don't, don't you remember the, the swine flu thing in 2009, 2010? And I said, yeah, I kind of vaguely do, but I wasn't attached. I think I had a BlackBerry then, but I wasn't attached to my, my phone. I wasn't really paying attention that much versus how connected we all are now with Instagram, Facebook, Messenger, text message, FaceTime, all these social messaging apps, Snapchat, all that stuff. I was just, I wasn't bombarded with it, so I didn't really think about it. And it, it's been... I guess in a way, kind of nice to step back and put my phone down and not look at it for, you know, an hour or two or three hours and you know, read a book or, you know, get out a, a pen and notepad and write down some pros and cons of building a second gen Dodge or you know, getting a, you know, an old Ford or something, OBS Ford and just kind of going through that stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a, a smartphone, man, until 2012, I believe. That was when I finally got one and the only reason why I did that because I dropped my flip phone so much it finally died on me because um, I really and I'm still not you know big on being on social media and stuff uh, it's just I don't know it's not a necessity to me in a way but as far as business you, you kind of have to do it um, nowadays because that's where everybody's at wanting to see what's going on I wanted to ask you about new trucks because I know over the years we've talked about trucks a lot and, and and i know you got some you know favorite brand or you know favorite uh favorite platform that you like but if you were going to buy a brand new truck which one would you get right now uh it would still be a blue oval would it yes sir uh, 20, 2020 yeah definitely i'm definitely in, in love with that one <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So I've, I've got uh, one customer who just pulled the trigger on it and uh, drove it, man. It's phenomenal. Um, the, the, the transmission, everything was really nice about that truck. So uh, hopefully uh, he uses it for work, so we'll see, you know, real time of uh, how how much, he, I guess, abuse he could put it through. It's been really interesting to see from, like, 2011 to 2020 what the power stroke platform is the evolution of it and i think now especially with some things that they're doing in the engine and with the turbo and especially the transmission i think ford has always had solid transmissions but with the new one that they have it's it, i mean even the styling i like the styling i would i would probably go with a ram um, I, I know you would yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, with all three of them, like you can't miss. No, I think yeah. I mean, right now they're they're pretty level um, on the on the playing field there with the power output and the features they have. If uh, the truck industry has came a long way, uh, you know, as far as power, torque, and reliability. Do you guys get a lot of? Well, maybe not a lot, but do you get people with newer trucks that are like, hey, I want to do something to it, or are they just focused more on, like, say the ones that are just out of warranty now, you know, so they don't have to take it to the dealership or don't need to take it if something breaks. Do you notice that they're that they're modifying them? Or are they looking to just maintain them? Or are they happy with the power? What's, what's kind of the consensus that you find at your shop? Most of the newer ones coming in, a lot of guys just want to do, like, a stealth module or a Banks Derringer um, with, like, a BD throttle booster. Um, and then not really go into any more depth than that, maybe a few uh, truck accessories here and there. Um, now, on the Dodge Ram, we do a lot of turbo upgrades uh, with ATS um, and BDs as well. Um, they just, their turbos are still just lacking, in my opinion, you know, with the all the emissions on there and, and uh, how quickly they fail. Yeah. Yeah, they've they've come such a long way though. I was talking on an episode about, you know, doing like a second gen build or something like that and and it was okay, you're gonna start at this power level and you're gonna have to do XYZ and then you have to build the transmission, and then you have to do this and do that. And then at that point, you know, it might be five fifty, maybe six hundred horsepower versus these new ones, you're starting out at such a different level, especially with comfort technology options. Right. It's so easy to get to that sweet spot where for work and towing a trailer and just using it every day, you know, that five to 600 is, is really, it's really the sweet spot for it. That's where I, I tell a lot of the guys that, you know, even with the older trucks, you know, um, five, 600 horsepower for a daily driver. Um, some of them will get close to the 700 and still be able to tow the vehicle, you know, with the vehicle and work it. Um, and fuel mileage, that's really where you want to be. You know, you don't want to try to build a 1,000 horsepower and drive around every day because it's just not reliable and and uh, not not as efficient as it could be, you know, at a lower yeah. power level. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, especially now and with everything going on, reliability is really, I think one of the biggest factors is we just want every time we turn the key or push the button, we want it to start, do what it's supposed to do, and not have a lot of, the maintenance costs along the way with, with certain things, you know, versus, you know, there's the street truck and the race truck aspect to it, which is totally different. But for the daily drivers, it's, it's, it's really, 
where any guest or question or just things that, that I've read, people really seem to like that power level. And so, yeah, I'm not in a position right now to, to buy a new truck, but I, I still go on the, uh, you know, Chevrolet.com, do the build and price and Ram. And I have looked at the Fords. I love their styling and, and what they have, but I'm just not sure if I could uh, have a blue oval on the steering wheel. I'm not sure I'm quite ready yet. <laughs> Come on, man. You went to the dark side and got a Duramax at one time. I mean, <laughs> I did. I mean, I liked it, but I was, you know, it was about a year, year and a half. Yeah. It was a nice truck. Well, I don't know what's worse, the, the Fiat Ram or the Chevy Duramax. Uh, I couldn't tell you, but, uh, yeah, I'm Blue Oval. I can't help you. <laughs> for any of our listeners that are you know, around you that need some work done, what's the best way for anyone to call the shop, get in touch with you guys, ask you questions, you know, schedule a drop-off? Uh, local number is going to be 281. 281- Two five nine nine seven seven nine. Uh, then we have a toll free number, which is eight six six two five zero nine eight seven eight. They can always email us at mdp at magnoliadp.com. Um, then check us out on Instagram, Facebook, all the other social media outlets. Yeah, it'd be you know same thing, Magnolia Diesel Performance or MDP Motorsports. Um, that's pretty much it man uh, as far as getting a hold of us that's awesome i know that uh you guys are in a, a really popular area for diesel trucks and you have a lot of listeners there and fans and and everything so i, just, I was really excited to be able to chat with you today kind of you know connect see see how things have been going how you guys are doing right now and and uh anything we could do to help or any any truck or maintenance things that you guys are seeing you want to talk about jump on the podcast you're Always more than welcome to come back on. I look forward to being able to chat with you again and hopefully hear about that build that you got going on once things settle down a little bit. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. And uh, it's always good to be on here, Patrick, and uh, look forward to it. Don't forget, Diesel fans, if you're anywhere near Houston, Texas, or just you know passing through anything like that and need some repairs done, make sure and give the guys over at Magnolia Diesel Performance a call or send them a message on Facebook or Instagram. They work on Ford, Cummins, Duramax, Everything from performance, maintenance, oil changes, and everything in between. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.